Wow. It's been what, about a month since we did the last weekly sense? We've been kind of busy, haven't we, Carl? Yes, we've been busy with all kinds of things and earnings season. Right. Yeah. I mean, we took a little bit of break to get the uh, the trading platform up and running and uh, the new models initiated. Uh, but now we're ready and excited to kind of get back into it. So, you know, the last few weeks uh, we've run through earnings season and it's kind of been a little bit of a disappointment, even though companies have, you know, for most relative purposes, beat both top and bottom line, uh, their stocks really haven't gone anywhere. Right. So this is something that can often happen in the stock market. It's not about where things have been, but expectations and sometimes not even analyst expectations, but what are just the market's expectations, meaning all the participants. So the second quarter was this year was really one of the best quarters we've had ever in terms of earnings with respect to growth, of course, because second quarter of last year was the lockdown as the pandemic started. Sure. So companies, about almost 90% of companies beat uh, sales and earnings estimates. That's huge, and right? Then, Just to put that in context, that's pretty big. Right. That's one of the, that's about as big as it ever gets. And earnings, S&P 500 earnings grew about 90% year over year as well. And as we went through all of our companies and many of the ones that we were watching, I mean, almost all of them it, uh, beat sales and earnings estimates by a wide margin, but it was very rare actually to have a stock go up. Yeah. And even um, you know, Alphabet, which was one of the most impressive quarters, the stock was only up 3% after reporting. Yeah, they blew, and many, they blew their numbers out of the water. Right. Uh, so that just kind of speaks to where everything is, uh, how much, how far the market has come uh, from the bottom in March of 2020. It's, it's about doubled since then. Right. And how everything is kind of fully and fairly priced. Sure. So that's why we've gotten a little bit more cautious, a little more defensive trimming and, and selling some overvalued positions. But we're still also looking for interesting growth stocks that we've been watching, you know, that have maybe drifted lower or fallen victim to some of this action recently. Yeah, I, I, you know, if you look at the big movers that really are moving the market, you, you've seen uh, the likes of Amazon or Alphabet or even Facebook, you know, they had a, a pretty monstrous move going into earnings and then, you know, kind of a disappointment as far as moves since then. Um, X, X Amazon, which kind of came down a little bit uh, from, I think, the 37 or 3800 level. But, you know, do we, I mean, and, and, and that's kind of indicative of, of what's going on, at least in this stage of the cycle, where maybe earnings estimates for the full year, maybe have gotten a little bit ahead of themselves. Now we've got the Delta variant that's coming up. We don't know what the infrastructure bill is going to look like, what are tax rates going to be going into the end of the year. So I just think there's a lot of potential uncertainty, you know, over the next five months of the year and some earnings analysts and, and some companies are kind of guiding towards that, towards, you know, the, the, the last half of this year. Right. The third quarter of every year is usually when if you're going to see any volatility, you see it. In the average year, you get a uh, a drawdown in the the you know the ten percent to low teens range on the market. It doesn't happen every year. I mean, there are some years when 
things just go up and, and you never see more than a three to 4% pullback, but that's, that's actually kind of rare. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's that six month period from May to Halloween where you see the volatility, but most of it is really, sure. you know, can happen in starting in August, September, and through the middle of October. So that's kind of what we're, we're watching for a bit, but, um, yeah, seems, but, yeah like there's, there are a number of uncertainties, bad. right. There are a number of uncertainties this year around, the, uh, the, you know, the Delta variant. And I have a, I have a feeling that maybe other, other things like tax reform, et cetera, could be more surprises that the people are not really putting into their estimates. It just seems like every time there's news regarding COVID or the Delta variant that comes out, uh, the market, it, it's old news. The market's right. known about all this stuff for over a year, and it just seems like everything is really numb to it at this point. Yeah, I completely agree. But there's still opportunity out there. And, and you know, we've been proactive in looking at, you know, even the growthier names in our portfolio and, and, and on the watch list. And I know we did just add to um, Peloton, uh, we, we, we initiated a position in Peloton. We've been watching it for almost, what, three months now? Um, and doing a tremendous amount of due diligence. You know how big of a fan I am of Peloton uh, as far as the company itself, the workouts, the equipment. Um, but walk us through kind of just the, the, you know, the bird's eye view of, of, of that position. Peloton's all about home fitness classes at home. So uh, there are a lot of people who like fitness classes, cycling, uh, and they used to go out a lot for it before the pandemic. Once that happened and gyms shut down, everyone had to do things at home. So Peloton really started growing a lot once that happened. And I think at the right valuation, you know, what, what, the way I try to look at the world now is um, almost biblically from the standpoint of there is BC before COVID and AC after COVID, right? So we're going to be living in these, the, these two different worlds. And there's some trends, uh, specifically with the amount of individuals that are picking up, you know, fitness for either the first time or accelerated into it because of the fears of what happened during the pandemic. Um, and, you know, there may be a couple of companies that may be primed to, you know, uh, reap those rewards. But yeah, you know, today I just wanted to, you know, jump on, do a weekly sense, uh, recap of earnings, uh, talk a little bit about Peloton. I know, you know, their their goal is to get, you know, you know, somewhere close to 10 million subs uh, over the next five years. And they're going to have to do that by creating new product lines, specifically in strength. I know they acquired a new mat company uh, earlier this year uh, with a screen on it. So maybe that, uh, you know, influences a little bit of the yoga market as well. Um, but you know, like, like you said earlier, there's opportunities out there, but they've got to be priced right. So you have to be price sensitive in this low interest rate environment when valuations are really extended. And what was interesting to me, this earnings season was the dismal amount of movements. And even without big tech carrying the indexes, the index is still grinded about, you know, one and a half to 2% higher for the month, at least so far or over the last 30 days. Uh, which was really surprising to me, um, but I think you you were mentioning something about financials earlier today, right? Uh, well, the uh, the yield curve has steepened a bit in the last few weeks, and financials have have been reacting to that, right? Uh, because when the yield curve steepens, banks can get more profitable on their lending, and so the stocks end up reacting before 
uh, the loans are made. And I, and I feel like that trend like ebbs and flows, right? Like, right. You know, one one month the financials will be in it, and then one month they'll they'll be completely removed just based off of a turning of a dime at the Fed or something news related. So next week you've got Carl's desk. What's uh, what's everyone's got in store for next week for Carl's desk? Can you give us a little tidbit? I'm thinking of reviewing earnings season and what happened and going into a little bit more detail and uh, just kind of give some uh, some color around where we are and where we might be going. Uh, an earnings season like the one we just saw is, is rare because normally when companies greatly exceed expectations, the stocks react in yeah. the direction, you know, in the positive direction. And we didn't really see that here. So that's not a real common thing. And it sometimes is something that you tend to see more of at uh, at an inflection point, but I mean, we don't really know what could, you know, what could cause things to really change. Things could just keep, uh, keep grinding higher, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to read the tea leaves a little bit to see if there's anything else to see there. Well, I look forward to, uh, to reading it, Carl, and I hope everyone else does. So thanks for joining today, Carl, everybody like comment, share. If you have any input, uh, make sure you put it in the comment section below. Thanks, Carl. You're welcome. Thanks, Andrew. All opinions expressed by Andrew Whalen, employees at Whalen Financial, or any other podcast guest are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Whalen Financial. Whalen Financial is a registered investment advisor. This podcast is for information purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Wayland Financial may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.